Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless. And welcome back for another episode of Wade for Wireless with all your wireless updates, news, and information. Just sit back and relax. Hey, how you doing? This is Wade with Wade for Wireless, and today... I just want to tell some lighthearted stories, you know, some things that I thought we could all enjoy and maybe just relax a little bit right here before the holidays. I'm going to just get started. Today's blog and podcast is called No Holiday for Tech or Its Workers. It's a tech holiday. There's no holiday for tech. In other words, when you, uh, on a, let's say on a special holiday, whatever it is, whether it's Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, whether it's Memorial Day, Labor Day, July 4th here in the States, which is our Independence Day, whenever you, uh, or on a holiday, Thanksgiving we have here. Most countries have a Thanksgiving. You may think that uh, it's a day off for you, and for most people it is. But you know what? You still rely on your technology. You still rely on your internet connection. You still rely on a lot of the technology that is out there. It isn't like you just expect the lights to come on now. You expect your laptop to work. You expect it to connect. You expect your smartphone to work. You expect to post those pictures that you want to or send the pictures off to relatives that can't be there. You know, you just expect it. It, It's really part of your life now. And uh, one of the things that you need to know is like a lot of tech workers have to work holidays. It's just the way it is. So I can just think of a few stories here. I thought you'd enjoy it. I know you... uh, rely on your tech. So here are some stories that basically through the years, the memories I've had, like on New Year's Eve when we had the Y2K. For those of you that don't know, a majority of people thought basically the world was going to end when the clock flipped over from 1999 to 2000. In that one second, there were problems. For one, uh, when we did the GPS, that had a leap year in it. When we did the um, a lot of upgrades, you know, a lot of old chips just couldn't handle the year 2000. We did a ton of testing. I was working for a paging company back then. And I mean, they were so worried that everything was going to crash. And you know what happened? Nothing. However, on New Year's Eve, we all had to leave. All the managers in the area, we had to go to our, at the time we had paging terminals. It'd be like what you have as a switch now for cellular or something like that. We had to make sure the routers worked, the switch worked, uh, the muxes worked, you know, whatever we had at the time. And for me, I went to the microwave uplink and I had to make sure that that worked and that nothing crashed. And and in all honesty, everything was fine. (laughs) It was funny. But people were convinced it was going to be the end of times, year 2K. It's just very interesting when you look back. And it seems a little silly now, but... Sure enough, we all worked New Year's Eve into New Year's Day. We all had calls. We all verified everything was up and running. We verified there were no problems. And again, the, the team that I worked with did an outstanding job. They just did a great job and they took time out of their holiday to work. Not only to work, but to go to a remote place at five of midnight with all the drunks on the road. Probably the worst time to travel if you think about it. Well, maybe not. I guess probably 2 a.m. is probably the worst time when people start heading home. But my point is they did it. They did a great job. I really appreciate those guys. All you guys out there, thank you. I remember that. That was actually TSR Wireless when it was around. But we had to be careful. I was on committees and we all agreed to take care of it. You know, again, in paging, I got called out in a lot of holidays. I called out in Christmas when a system crashed. Took about six hours or so. It was a fairly quick fix. Uh, Thanksgiving, I had a modem lock up. I had to drive like 60 miles to reboot a modem. 
literally just to power it down, power it back up because the guy at the site either wouldn't do it or couldn't do it. I don't know what the problem was. Once I had to repair a terrestrial link, <laughs> this was the day my oldest son was born. I was up all night in the hospital and I got called out the next day because the company didn't want to pay for a contractor. You sort of get used to that stuff when you work somewhere. Terrestrial link, and to be honest with you, somebody just screwed up at the office. That's why it went down. It took me a while to find it, but because they just didn't come forward and say that they made changes. Because we had redundancy, but for some, whatever reason, one guy turned the redundancy off. I still remember that. But you know what? I got out there. I did it. It was interesting. It was a quick fix in a way. It took me a couple hours, but I did it. You know, it's like an hour to get there couple hours to fix an hour home. It's a whole day. But uh, my son's doing great, by the way. I don't think he holds that against me, but he might. But enough about me and all my stories. I got called out in every holiday you can think of, especially when I was doing on-call work. And that's that's why a lot of us strive to get away from on-call work. And all you IT guys out there, God bless you, because you do a lot of your upgrades Saturday night, Sunday mornings. You try to find the time when nobody's on the system. I, I know it's tough. I know that you have a tough time. And I do appreciate it. And I think most people do, but nobody realizes how much work you guys put in. And, and you know what? In today's world, especially in the States where everyone's salary, guys just work a ton of hours. They just do. And then some guys try to work on the side. You know, we're all trying to get ahead, make more money. It's tough. But enough about me. I want you to hear about a, a group that I, I talked to years ago when I was out at the Las Vegas Convention Center for, um, I think it was IWCE that year, two, three years ago, maybe four for all I know. I was talking to the guys that worked for Cox. Cox manages the wireless and the Wi-Fi out there, and they do a great job. I mean, they're just, and they're great guys. I'm really impressed when I work with, when I talked with those guys, especially one guy in particular. I didn't get permission to use his name, so I'm not going to, but this guy, I mean, he really did a lot to keep things moving. There were basically, you had your manager, and then you had your, your worker that had to manage all the contractors, and he really had the Wi-Fi working good. They had a lot of services that were just outstanding. You know, they could track people with the Wi-Fi. They could, you have free Wi-Fi and then you have paid Wi-Fi. That's how it works out there. And I have a link in my blog at wade4wireless.com. Oh, speaking of which, I'd like to thank my sponsors, towertrackerpro.com. And I'd like to thank my other sponsor, Tower Safety and Instruction. Towersafety.com, an accredited tower training school in Arizona, accredited by the state of Arizona. And uh, they basically have all your tower safety and training needs. And Tower Tracker Pro, TowerTrackerPro.com, TowerTrackerPro.com has all your closeout package needs. Uh, if you if you do that kind of work and it's good, software as a service saves you a lot of time, get it right the first time, one site visit. So back to my story, Cox. Cox Cable. They managed the Wi-Fi out there. They did a great job. They had hot spots everywhere. It was really amazing the way they planned it out. They could track people, who stops, who goes, where they're at. They really could collect a lot of data for people in the convention center, and they could see what was hot and what was not. And they also provided connections for the, uh, the, the people that have displays out there that work uh, the convention hall. What they did was uh, they would... They would uh, set up like different um, ESSIDs for people. But anyway, that's not the point. I'm getting off base. They do a great job. The Wi-Fi out there is pretty awesome if you pay for it. And uh, it's, they do a nice job of maintaining everything. But under their umbrella, it's more than Wi-Fi. They also managed a lot of the cellular. They would oversee the contractors when they came in. And every contractor was in there and they kept doing upgrades. 
Some of it was like a sophisticated DAS, and some of it was really a CRAN. You know, they just put the radio heads out there, which is typical for something like that. But these guys, you got to remember, it's Las Vegas, number one. Two, it's a convention center, and they have venues running there all the time. When I say all the time, probably about 360 days a year. So when I was talking to this guy, they were going to do a huge upgrade. And one of the upgrades was for the cellular that they were going to put in the new radio heads, new antennas, upgrade to BBUs. So what day was nobody going to be there? If you guessed Christmas, that was a good guess. Because like most holidays, the convention center was empty, and that was a time that they could uh, really make changes without hurting service or interrupting people on the floor or even having to deal with the pedestrians walking around on the floor like they normally do. So... He told me a story Christmas morning. He got up. He met a bunch of teams in there, a bunch of contractors, and they did as much as they could do. They did the new wiring. They put as much, uh, as many hot spots as they were going to add in there. And they also, the cellular work. You had the commissioning engineers. You had the installers. You had the power guys there. Just everyone working in harmony over the Christmas vacation. So basically, it was Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas, I believe. But Christmas Day was their big day. The guys worked a long day and gave up their holiday just so the people there could have a better uh, service in the building because that was the only day they could do it. What do you do? You got to do what you got to do. And I've done a lot of those, and whoo, it's exhausting. So I just want you to think about that while you're here enjoying your experience all through the year. How many of these guys, you know, you have, uh, think who supports you on this. I know I bring up tower climbers a lot and they have to do a lot of work too, but you're talking the climbers, you're talking the installers, the commissioning engineers, the RF engineers, the IT guys, and IT guys really have a lot to worry about now. Their job is becoming larger and larger. I really admire all the guys that uh, we have, all the guys I admire the guys in IT for all the work they have to do. You don't realize how much planning and prep and training goes into this because it's constantly upgrading. And you know, Cisco is not the only game in town anymore. It used to be when everything was Cisco, everyone learned Cisco. They had one common platform and everybody had it, right? It's almost a commodity. Now, I mean, you have others. Obviously, you have Alcatel-Lucent, which is now Nokia. You have um, uh, Juniper. And you just have so many networking companies, the IT guys could tell you. But when you're working on stuff like that, you have to really make changes in the off hours. And it's the same with the carriers. They really have to make changes in the off hours. The installers, the engineers, and the support people have to work 24-7. Think about what they have to put up with. And you know what? I, I know I'm talking about wireless here, but if you think about the cable companies too, they have to support people in all kinds of weather, and all kinds of uh, holidays, they have to support people 24-7, no matter where the call goes. I know now we can route calls to the home, which is awesome, because I work from home quite a bit. I do travel quite a bit, but you know I have a balance there. But think of your customer support people. So next time you're yelling at your cable guy <laughs> for doing something, think how many hours he worked, think how many other people that yelled at him. You know, just be fair. Let's treat them like human beings. You know what I'm saying? These people work hard, they give up a lot of holidays, they give up a lot of time from their family, and it's not fair, but they have to do it. It's part of the job. So you know what? Godspeed. And I say to all you hard workers out there, to all you guys that had to work over the holiday, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, 
whatever it is. I just wish you the best and I wish you to find some peace. I know this is a little early, but I wanted to get out there for you guys. Take care, be smart, be safe, and pay attention. See ya.